Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, ghouls, goblins, and creatures of the night alike. This is your host, Lady Adenum, and today I present to you my personal experiences with the paranormal. <laughs> oh, you think that I'm crazy? Oh, my dearest, in a mad world, only the mad are sane. <laughs> now, Come hither, darlings. I have much to tell. There has been countless stories of astral projection, whether some experienced it by near-death experiences or intentionally doing so. It's terrifying to think of how your soul can travel out your physical body, let alone on its own. When I was about three to four years old, I lived in an apartment with both of my parents on Emmett Street in Newark, New Jersey. At the time, they were together, and I have a vivid memory of the apartment layout. It was on the second floor. As soon as you open the front door, you enter the living room. To the left side, my parents' room was visible and an open space. To the right side, the bathroom was next to the main entrance, and if you continued straight ahead on the right side, you would be in the grand kitchen, and on the right of the kitchen resided my room. One night, my little tuckered out body gave way on the black leather couch that had its back towards my parents' room. I wore a white onesie with cartoon characters on it, wrapped up in a blanket, without a care in the world. At that age, I had no true concept of time, but I knew it was dark out when I woke up. I sat up from the couch and then turned around facing my parents' room. This is where it gets creepy. I saw myself sleeping on the couch. Confused, I stared at my hands, then looked at myself on the couch. I was panicking. I called out to mother and father, but neither one made any movements. I yelled to both of them, louder than before, and yet, they remained idle, like statues laying on their bed. I was not dreaming, I was wide awake. I tried running to my parents, but I felt some type of force tugging on me, pulling me back. The next thing I knew, I woke up again, this time in my own flesh. I was petrified not able to make sense of what just happened to me. To this day, I think about it, and I wonder how many others had experienced the harrowing metaphysical outer body experience. If you do happen to try looking for the house on Emmett Street, it is no longer there. It was knocked down years ago, and now a car wash inhabits the lot the house once stood tall on. Mm, but who knows? It might have been a gateway to the other side. Yet, that's one of my theories and how I accidentally astral projected. <sighs> Did it just get cold in here? Or is it just me? Oh, I know what you naysayers are thinking. The logical explanation would be I was dreaming or had an overactive imagination. But my sweet dumplings, 
I have no need to emphasize on being someone so unique and rare that I'd make up stories. Speaking of stories, and so it goes. <laughs> I was seven years old and was living in Bloomfield, New Jersey, behind the Carteret School with my mother and her husband at the time, in this white house on the first floor. Upstairs resided our neighbors who my mother and her spouse at the time were close with. Let me say that before we moved in, there was a sweet, kind, old Italian woman who lived on the first floor. Unfortunately, I do not remember her name, but I remember her face clearly and how nice she was. She would always offer me a piece of candy. I remember wondering why she didn't have hair on her head. Of course, I would later find out she was battling with cancer. She passed away in that apartment from leukemia not long after I met her. My room was located in the back of the home across the back entrance and on the left side of the kitchen. In the hallway leading to the living room, I would constantly hear steps walking back and forth at night. No one was there. The narrow, mini hallway was dimly lit due to the light emanating from the massive fish tank, and I would muster up the courage to peek from under my covers. But that's not all that happened. One Saturday morning, I was waking up, feeling some pressure on my tiny chest and stomach. My thick blanket hugged my frame and my little arms laid straight on each side. To my astonishment, my TV was sitting on me. Now, keep in mind, TVs back then were not at all like the delicate light flat screens we have now. My TV was heavy and it had a large back. It was a medium-sized one, one that could be placed on top of a big sturdy dresser. My eyes grew wide and my heart beat faster. I called out for my mother and as she entered my room, she was faced with the bulky TV crushing my little body. My mother froze in disbelief. Why would anyone want to place a heavy TV on a seven-year-old? And besides her and her husband, no one else was there. I always felt like something was watching me in that house, especially in the basement. I used to play with Barbies and Bratz dolls along with toy horses, but I didn't have much space in my room to place the toy bin in there, so my mother would put it in the basement. I remember feeling such a dark, ominous presence there, that I would run downstairs to grab some toys and run right back up with such desperation each time, as if somebody was chasing me. When the neighbor from upstairs would babysit me, I always felt uneasy in certain areas of her apartment. Her daughter's room in particular has such a sinister aura I could not explain. While in the apartment, something would pluck at my head continuously, and truthfully, it would hurt. No one would believe me when I talked about it. When I did watch the TV, and I wasn't playing or reading, it would shut off by itself. One time, the neighbor's daughter, along with her boyfriend, were babysitting me and we all heard a deep, demonic growl. The dog they had whimpered and had tucked her tail between her legs. It got cold, and a gust of wind passed through the wind chimes that was placed indoors. No windows were open, and we also had heat. I felt like I was always being picked on in that apartment, and I don't know why. 
I would have unexplained scratches on my body and would feel a sense of dread. I personally hated being there. The only place I felt safe in the home was my own room. Maybe the sweet old Italian woman was protecting me? Who knows? But the one thing I am certain of is that house reeked of bad energy. It also wasn't the best phase of my childhood. The house still stands and new tenants have taken up residence. I can only hope that whatever was haunting me doesn't come after them. Still don't believe in ghosts? Well, explain how the person you were talking to ghosted you then. <laughs> well, I hope you ghouls and goblins are satisfied. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, sleep tight. Don't let the undead vampires bite. And happy Halloween. Mwah. Till next time, darling. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and Insta at Denim Arm. Like and follow my Facebook page, The Lady of Denim Podcast. And don't forget to share my content, or I'll haunt your dreams tonight. <laughs>